Welcome to the Rugby Rant Podcast Show, your premier North American rugby podcast. Growing rugby, one fan at a time. Welcome rugby fans, episode 122 of the Rugby Rant Podcast Show. As a quick reminder, my name is Ty the Sapper Braga. Joining me as per usual, we got Scott the Big Guy Ferrara and Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt. We are the Rugby Rant Podcast team. And we'll be back in just a moment with the... No, I'm kidding, guys. This is how we do it. This is all about the rugby rant around the pitch. What is What does that mean? If you're not familiar, we're going to give you things you think, well, we think you should know about in rugby, not only here, but internationally, all over the place and things in between. This is around the pitch, and we're going to start it off with Scott. All right. So I'm my, it's a little abstract in my thinking here. Okay. I'm going with something that happened in soccer. So everybody's familiar, should be familiar, familiar with Wrexham AFC which is Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob McElhaney uh, purchased this Welsh soccer team. And, you know, there was the show that came out and everything and they're number one in their league. And they had, you know, a big FA cup win and FA cup draw recently, but, but they just announced that next year they have already started their application to apply for a women's team in the top Welsh league. And the reason I'm saying that's news is because they're sending the precedent correctly. They've had some success. They've shelled out some money. They've obviously made a little bit of money. They do have more money probably than most uh, MLR owners, right? But the point being is as the success is getting there, they're not just thinking about the soccer, the men's soccer club. They're getting that women's professional team in the, in the Welsh league, right? I'm sure they're working locally with the, the youth soccer in Wales. This is what it's about. They're setting the precedent on how it's supposed to be done correctly. And I think not just MLR teams, but MLS and every, any, any type of professional team should be looking at what they're doing on a timeline and say, this is what we need to do. They're doing it correctly. Yeah, I, I love that. And obviously they're leveraging their fame and fortune, mm-hmm. but you know, there's many lessons that we could take and we can turn it into something positive outside. You just need to be able to see more of it. And it's great that they're investing as early as they can to be able to recognize the women's game for what they do in their realm. And, and I want to send a quick shout out. It's not a real piece, but it just popped into my head and I didn't want it to go unnoticed as rugby here for the women's game took one step forward with uh, Naval Academy being recognized as a varsity mm-hmm. sport very recently, having gone Go into the NERA. So, uh, you know, there's, there's certainly those opportunities to learn from and to be able to continue that work of this side by expanding the game into an area that has been neglected for far too long. And that, of course, is the women's game. And as you know, we're always promoting that here on the show. Go Navy, beat Army, sing second. <laughs> All right, Rob, over to you. Well, you know, with the advent of professional rugby here in Chicago, I would be remiss if I didn't address some of the news coming out of Chicago. And on Sunday, January 29th, uh, the day prior to the recording of this show, the Chicago Hounds hosted an open tryout. They had over 250 people, uh, young men, apply. I'm I'm hearing, um, and I was supposed to go and think, you know, life got in the way, but there was about 150 to 175 actual participants that showed up. There was a series of benchmark tests. They did bench press, 40-yard dash Bronco, 
uh, vertical jump. Uh, they did several uh, rugby-based drills, rucking, um, tackle trackling, um, and they had um, uh, decision-making and then a mini live one-phase uh, game. Um, so it was uh, – we'll see how successful it is. Um, we're going to be having Sam Harris come on the show very shortly. We'll talk to him a little bit about, you know, what they were looking to get out of it. I'll say that – you know, it was, I think, more of a, and I said this prior to it happening, more of a PR effort than anything else, trying to mm-hmm. connect with the community. You know, what, they might find a diamond in the rough or two, but quite frankly, most of those guys are not going to make the roster, let's be honest. <laughs> but it's a good opportunity to endear the local rugby players in the Midwest. Too. Hey, how cool is it you know, to be MLS able to team. say that you walked away and I went to a right. tryout for this right. new right. professional side? So Exactly. You know, so they, they asked everybody to put a, you know, hashtag, uh, sorry, take a picture in front of the hound sign, hashtag uh-huh. Post on the social media, they could win a jersey. Um, you know, so it was a great. The PR closest event. you'll become to the, to that jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a great PR event, um, and I think ultimately, again, it was a it was a good thing that that established, you know, before the scene started, that the right. Hounds are real and that they're in Chicago. Yeah, and it's a very good point to be able to connect with your rugby community in any way possible. So I like that highlight there from Rob, uh, and I'm going to dive into. Um, now, I had a couple of choices because there were some interesting things over here. Forgot which one it was that I landed on, though. <laughs> what was I going to say? <laughs> Honestly, I did forget now. It was the women's sevens, right? No, I did the women's thing. And then, uh, what was it? Oh, yes. Super the Rugby Raptors. Americas. Super Rugby Americas. This is why we had meetings beforehand, and then I forget everything. Super Rugby Americas. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, the American Raptors from Glendale have now gone into the Super Rugby Americas League, which was formerly known as the SLA Contest. So it's with the South American partners. They're now part of the professional league, and that is going to be launched very, very soon. In fact, probably only a couple of weeks from now, it happens to co inside and overlap with the existing MLR season. Now, why do I bring up those two forces? Because there is a positive overlap that this weekend coming up, by the time that you're watching this, it might have happened already, but there's going to be Seattle Seawolves versus the American Raptors in a preseason matchup. A wonderful opportunity to test the medal for both sides um, and doing so in a professional format. It'll be interesting to be able to see what the results are, but the results is more than just the scoreboard. So I want folks to be able to pay attention to that because you're going to have an opportunity to be able to see the caliber of both the MLR and what will actually be a, a comparison to this new Super Rugby Americas edition with the American Raptors. Uh, yes, they only assembled at the beginning of January. Many of the players are not played together, so it's not a fair assessment, but it's something to pay attention to. So look out on what those results will be and continue to follow the Super Rugby Americas with the American Raptors being the American counterpart. So there we have it in your Around the Pitch. Make sure that you tell us if we missed something and you can follow us under the handle at Rugby Rant Pod. We'd love to be able to know what it is. But before we continue forward, I want to remind everybody in a moment, we're going to be talking about the kit reveals of 2023, our top three and our bottom three choices as shared by our Rugby Ranters. And we'll be back in a moment when we hear more from one of our partners before diving into that topic in a moment. This bowl represents the game we love. A game fueled by passion. But there are those who wear no number, nor are they in the locker room or the field of play. But they are there for every high, 
and every low. Yes, they are watching every kick, tackle, and try scored. Yes, they are there for when you need them most because they are the Major League Rugby fans. And the time has come for you to stand with your team. Join us at shopmlr.com today. And here we are, rugby fans, back with the rugby debate. And as you know, this is the time when we put ourselves to the test and we talk about the things you want to know. And we're going to continue talking about the kits of MLR 2023. Wow, we dived into this one a few weeks back. We're going to revisit it now, but with now having almost all the teams revealed, and I say almost because at the time of this recording, the Jackals are the only team remaining without their kit reveal, although it's very likely by the time you're watching this, it could be out there. But we're taking only the 11 so far that we know about. My sources in Dallas, Ty, tell us that they're, that the kit design is coming in on Pack Mule from Argentina. So, <laughs> Along with a lot of their players, about. apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but does that mule have a visa? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need one now. so let me dive into it in 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 full swing in a moment but first we need to be able to welcome back to the show uh one of the familiar guests with us our uh, guest ranter karen the gaz gasparino welcome back thank you for being here thanks for having me guys always a pleasure to join you well, we love it, and 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 you've made your appearance here on uh, probably five or six different occasions, maybe more. I don't know, um, but you. But she's never have... looked so coordinated in the yeah. past as yeah. she does today. It looks like Represent. she had a merch drop recently. I'm just saying. There <laughs> was a sale, and she took advantage of it. Very, very much so. And, uh, of course, uh, that gives me the perfect window, gentlemen, to remind everybody, Shop MLR helps us do what we do here. <laughs> like, that was not scripted, but, of course, go and check it out. we got all the great merch that you need for the season ahead. But there are also some really good sale items. And remember, Rugby ATL said you're more than welcome to wear your old gear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit Let's of a, not a forget, <laughs> we have an opportunity for anybody that wants to to join the Rugby Rant Super Brew Pick'em Contest going on throughout the season. And the beauty of this contest, well, there's a couple of beauties. One of them is that you can win some great prizes courtesy of Rugby Now, one of our sponsors. Uh, I think we have uh, weekly gift cards of $25. Yep. We have... The three top uh, players will get, uh, number one, will get a $150 gift card. Number two, will get a $100 gift card. And number three, will get a $50 gift card. So there's a lot to play for. And the biggest beautiful thing about this is that it's free. You don't have to do anything but just join and have a little fun every week and pick your top teams. And even if you forget, you can still be in the drawing each week to win yourself some gift cards and therefore some merch from Rugby Now and Shop MLR. And uh, my job has been replaced by Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Why, I can't let you do all the talk. No, no, no. It really is good. And check it out. I mean, and and wait, how do they find out about that again? They can find it on the group. And then also the name of the league is the Rugby Rant Podcast, right? right? On Super Brew. 
right. download right. the app or do it online. Either right. way, got to make sure we get that call to action there. And, talking yeah, and about I'm action, checking every day for applications. So, you know, if you don't get it right away, be patient. I'll get to it. Oh, you're the gatekeeper? I am the gatekeeper, bitches. <laughs> I like it. With uh, great power comes great responsibility, Rob. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Scott uh, will not win any week this year. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? My apologies. <laughs> well, the more players we have, the better it is. <laughs> Tighthead Brewing Company is not just Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy quality ales and lagers. It is also a great place to enjoy local acts performing live music every Thursday and Saturday nights. Additionally, their Wednesday night trivia nights are something not to be missed. Tighthead is located in Mundelein, Illinois, and easily accessible for many Chicagoans, as it is just steps away from the metro. Owner Bruce Durr and the Tighthead staff are dedicated to ensure your microbrew experience is as tight as their beers. Bruce's love for rugby extends beyond the origin of his brewery's name. Tighthead is committed to supporting the rugby community. This includes his support for Lake County RFC and our own Rugby Rant podcast show. Tighthead's tap room is like the familiar rugby clubhouse in which friends and teammates can meet, socialize, and enjoy the wide variety of brews on tap. Regardless of whether your palate enjoys a good IPA or dark barrel-aged brew, Tighthead can deliver. Hey, Chicago, when you want rugby, Tighthead Brewing Company will satisfy your thirst. Tighthead, it's worth more than a try. opportunity to turn our attention to the focus here today, which again, to be able to talk about the kits that have been revealed so far. Now, as a reminder, Jackals is not included, but we're also going to make sure that each one of our guests here talks about the merits of the entire collection. So we're not talking about home kits or away kits or this alternate kit or the this or that of last year. We're talking about the collection that they have revealed, regardless whether it be two kits or it be the three, the value of where we think those teams lie in a position of three, two, and one, awarding what we believe would be our best uh, to, uh, sorry, our worst to best in each category um, of the best and worst. So we're going to have the total of six picks from each of these ranters. Each one of them is going to have the opportunity to talk about their number three position of their best and then their number three position of their worst. We're going to start it off as we do on each show with our guest. That means, Karen, you're up first. So I'm giving you the worst, the the best of the worst. Yes. Uh, So, no, the worst of the worst. The worst of the best. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a tongue twister. <laughs> it's actually the worst of the best than the worst of the worst. <laughs> okay. Well, there is no, for me, there is no worst of best because I actually have 3.2 cho- choices because I can't. Um, I can't Karen's like, you need a degree to be on the show right now. Like, what the hell? Who came up with these rules? <laughs> a math degree, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so for runner up for. Third for would be uh, uh, DC. I really actually kind of like the whole uh, MCU vibe going on there. Mm-hmm. I really kind of like that. So um, I'm going to choose them, and um, I, I'm going to go with. Uh, I've always really liked the Free Jack stuff, so that's to me always going to be one of the best. 
Okay. Um, the, the one that I have as my number one has to be my number one, not because it's the arrows, because it's not the arrows, but uh, just because. But I'll explain it when I get there. Okay. So, so the Canadian chose two sides that have the red, white, and blue. Something's wrong there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your conscience is telling her to move south. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely for the weather, at least. Um, it's right. still not blue, okay? <laughs> but, but I like those. And, you know, she wouldn't, glories... she wouldn't be wearing her toque indoors if she lived in Florida. <laughs> fair point. Fair, fair point. So uh, again, just to recap from Karen, you you, you spoke about Old Glory, uh, the Free Jacks, um, you know, and this kind of like MCU kind of edgy and more style there. Uh, and a lot of people are talking about the, the, those kits as well online. And again, I remind anybody who's tuning in to be able to tell us whether you think we're on par with what you think or way off base. And you can follow us under the handle at Rugby Rand Pod and tell us what you think about the best and worst kits of MLR 2023 so far. But we're going to find out from our next guest well i can't call him a guest he's um he he we thought he wasn't going to be here today but he arrived you just can't get rid of him he's scott ferrara <laughs> <laughs> Woo! let's get hot baby so uh, all right so my third worst all right we're gonna go third worst i'm going with utah um i gotta be honest it did it, it didn't inspire me in the least um you know it, it's it's it has that weird pattern um, on both like sides. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, the, the away, you know, on the on the home jersey with the three stripes in the front, that, that other pattern, that weird thing, is kind of in the background. But on the away jersey, it's really, really present, and it just it, it yes. catches my eye in a way that doesn't look good. It reminds me of the USA soccer team's jerseys in the mm-hmm. – um, World Cup this year. Wait, but wait, wait, wait. Did Scott just refer to a rugby jersey as a soccer jersey? Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> um, but it's funny because their second away with the white and the black, uh, excuse me, the white and the red, looks really, really good. Okay. Um, uh, they're, especially the way they have the socks where it's half red, half white with stripes, you know, stripes mm-hmm. from both. Um, so now my third best, my third best, I'm actually going to go with the Chicago Hounds. And I'll tell you why. That Kelly green color that the hounds have um, is, is unique. And now that Atlanta has come out with that monstrosity of a green, you can appreciate the Chicago hounds green way more. Um, one of the things that they do have is they have those, the Chicago stars across the shoulders, but they're not, they don't pop. They're kind of embossed with like a gray and that, that gives it that subtle touch. Um, and you know, their, their aways and their um, homes are just opposites of each other, the blacks and the whites. And it's like the all black with a little bit of green and the all white with a little bit of green. And as you guys knew, I always liked the way the Giltinis did it with the all blacks and the all whites. Right. Um, So that's my third favorite right now. Good picks. Good picks. And now, you know, it's funny because when we originally had this conversation or different version of it, Utah was obviously one of the earlier revealed kits. And as it's kind of grown, you know, um, I agree with you because initially I did like it. Look, black and red always look sharp. I always like it right? Mm -hmm. It stands out. It looks good, but it's uninspired and probably not good. If you have to describe it as that weird thing in the middle, you know, you didn't (laughs) nail it. (laughs) Exactly. There's a design flaw when you refer to it that way. So definitely it didn't quite land or didn't really have any wow factor for me whatsoever. No connection to the city or anything like that, like we've seen in other kits. So maybe, yeah, it fell a little bit short of the mark now, certainly in comparison to what else we have seen. So I think that's a fair, a fair estimate there. 
um, on the other side. Yeah, I, I, I love your choices there as well. Um, so let's hand it over to Rob, the Hammer Hammerschmidt, to hear what you have to be able to say about your best of the worst and your worst of the worst. So uh, first, I'd like to just say to all the people that are longtime rugby rent watchers out there, I suppose Scott and I are spending far too much time as we have uh, been involved with the rugby rent together because it seems like we almost agree more and more. Man, Mel. Um, so ah, my show's so, getting horrible as a result. <laughs> so it, by the time, uh, what, what's the date, Scott? May 14th hits. We will be simpatico and have one hell of a time here in Chi-Town, my man. All oh, right, we're going to so be really drunk. <laughs> oh, no. I feel um, like a lot of Facebook okay. live posts are about yeah. becoming the way on the, the page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, we might just have to get, uh, you know, police body cams on us. So something but anyway my my third my third worst i have to agree with scott um i'm going with utah and again because we're looking at the whole the whole package um i'm just not a fan of all those stripes i've loved utah's jerseys in the past because Mm -hmm. they had the four pillars and they were they were built into it and a feature of it at some point whether it's the nape of the neck whether it's across the, the the chest but this year, I just, yeah, I, I, I thought it was way too busy. I didn't really care for the USA uh, jerseys uh, at the, you know, at the qualifier. And I, I this is what it reminded me of those. Um, so I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, on the flip side, my third best, I'm going to go with Rooney um, or, or the Ironworkers. Um, I, I really liked, I, I liked how over the course of the last three seasons, they've really kind of built into and led up to that ironworker theme, having the monuments that are built with, you know, mm-hmm. built and forged in iron, um, you know, on each shirt. The only, and I like the collars this year. The only critique is that I wish there was like some piping of orange at various places, whether it be on the cuff on the shoulder, whether it be here in the neck. I think that's I the exact point more. that I yeah. made the last time we spoke about it. So well, I'm trying I to win some that. points, Ty. So I, I, I took notes <laughs> last time and I went ahead and just repeated what you said. Well, uh, flattery will get you everywhere on the show, as you know. Um, so extra point for Rob <laughs> Hammerschmidt. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so rewinding a moment, um, Rooney, first one. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea. I mentioned a moment ago, connection to the city, connection to monuments. Um, there's a narrative that they've created over the seasons that's kind of consistent through their brand, which is great. Uh, the colors remain fairly consistent as well. So it's easily identifiable and there's a brand that's continuing to being, being built. Um, your your worst one again. We spoke about Utah, so no surprises there. And there's definitely some some uh, consensus on the on the Utah round over there. I guess we just swing it over to find out what would be the next best picks from you, Karen. Okay, first of all, I forgot to say my my worst one, which was actually Utah, and I'm not making that up because you guys. Both- <laughs> Apparently, that is the correct answer on the show today. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I am going to go for uh, Houston as my second uh, worst, uh, simply because I, I, like, I really don't like all that yellow. I, I really, I do like on um, on the home kit, I do like the, the, uh, the teeth marks or mm-hmm. whatever that is. Along I the like side that. on the lats, yeah. yeah. I like that. But other than that, I'm not, I'm just not crazy about all that yellow. And then in the middle, uh, uh, for my, like my second best yep. is, is going to be arrows. 
uh, I really like the the uh, continuation with the blue tradition. Um, it is uh, it's a little bit of that uh, Toronto colors, and and it's steeped in tradition here with the with the maple leaves and mm-hmm. a little bit of a subconscious uh, trying to hook some hockey fans maybe, as well as just a just a, a nod to great great tradition here in Toronto. So yeah. And I, and of course, it's like just my favorite color. So, well, a couple of good reasons there um, with the arrows. I love how you said, you know, I kind of, a lot of teams have done this across the league, though. You know, we spoke about this beforehand, but, you know, Seattle connection to their pro sports franchises with the Seahawks. And then you want to make sure that you kind of leverage this existing branding or this connection to the color. Uh, and teams like Toronto have done that well. Um, what I will say, though, is that there's a much larger white, like, banner almost in the center of the jersey that makes me feel like as if there should be a giant logo there as there had been in the past um and there isn't one now so i'm wondering okay is that a is that a placeholder yes, for something there is it's turf it's it's right. strong okay then the version i saw didn't have that right okay uh, it is there. there and it so it says turf t-i-r-f and okay and the, and the eyes actually the cn tower and i've actually heard some criticism about about that in terms of sponsorship because it about is the size of it it the size of it and also essentially it's a charity so they don't okay. quite understand why why they're the like the principal sponsor and i don't think that 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 that's the case necessarily i think what it is is it's a nod to the partnership and it might actually be um it might actually be a, a little bit of a memorial as well to Paul Meyer, who was a massive, massive force in rugby, you know, in the Toronto area, uh, yeah. huge fan of, of the arrows, but also, you know, a really, really, really influential person in turf. So I actually think that since we just lost him, that that is more of a nod to him. And, and, and so that's what I, I mean, and that's, in part, that's endearing. I, I think that it's that it's really right. now well, uh, a, a strong I, connection I, to the rugby community. Yeah. Yes, keep going. Yeah, yes. I, I Rob, oh, sorry, jump in. I apologize. No, no, no I was I saying you wanted to jump in. Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, you go. So what I wonder, Karen, and maybe you could answer this. Like I found, I like the Toronto jerseys, but um, the 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 blue one has gold on the biceps and gold at the neck, right? The white one has the gold on the biceps, but they left it out of the neck. I think it could have popped a little bit more with with that gold rim around the neck to kind of mirror almost in an opposite way what the what the home jersey was. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. I, I find it I find it funny that people are think it's odd when it, turf is the Toronto Inner City Rugby Foundation, right? Yes. So they're mad that the MLR team, instead of having maybe a big corporate sponsor where they should have, right. has it's a youth rugby, rugby organization <laughs> when all they do is complain that the MLR teams don't promote youth rugby. So I got to be honest, no offense, Karen, if they're your friends, but if those are the complaints, they're a bunch of bums. You got to toss them. Well, you know, it's an away. interesting point, though. Let me jump in for a moment. Just that um, – like right now, Karen did a wonderful job of talking about her interpretation of the jersey and how it may be connected to the rugby community or members of the rugby community or support of the rugby community. But, you know, this was kind of brought into the into the, into the forefront recently when Rugby ATL did their rebrand and didn't take the time to explain to fans 
what it was until after it had been revealed. Maybe there's a lesson for the future that when we are doing these kit reveals, instead of being left largely to interpretation where things can be misunderstood or not even recognized at all, maybe it should come with an opportunity for a little bit of a, a, a talking points to be shared at the same time. So people can understand the composition of the jersey, the meaning, the heritage, all these points. But then again, if they did that, we wouldn't have a show, so don't do it. Um, <laughs> but, well, but you see what I mean. years though. ago when they had the, yes. they had the, the, the subway tile, they had they, it, right. each and one the, of their the shirts kind of, of identified that. with the symbolism of, of mm -hmm. each part of the shirt. And, and all you need is you know an infographic with it with those talking points mm -hmm. and then let the conversation flow from there so maybe there's an area of opportunity and improvement in any kit reveal moving forward do this because already people have been burned rebranding has not been successful and rejected because of it and here's a golden opportunity to be able to get fans talking in a positive way by steering in the direction you want continue the narrative so maybe that's one of the great takeaways here from from this conversation inadvertently but it sounds like like everybody here is thinking that would probably be a pretty cool idea it would because the the, the problem is that the interpretation was that sponsorship has fallen off because we have, right. we've, we've, you know, kind of relegated ourselves to using our, our partner rather than uh, using a big money uh, like Honda. Uh, and that was the interpretation. And, mm -hmm. and in my mind, I think that, that that was misinterpreted, but I mean, everybody's going to have their own interpretation. And, and that's fine. Everybody can have their own interpretation, but, but no, when, it's not when it, no, no, yeah, no one else is allowed. It's, stu it's stupid. Yeah. But, but not when it's to the negative, right? When you can easily get ahead of that by saying, this is what we've chosen to do. And here's some of the reasoning behind it. Um, but before we dive even deeper into, into the woods here, uh, into the weeds, what's the saying, let's make sure we keep them moving around and we need to be able to ask Scott what his second picks are in each category. Okay. So my second pick on the lower tier, going to Seattle. I think, you know, I understand what they attempted to do, especially with their home jersey, okay. trying to get more of a black and the white, the Orca thing going. I just didn't think it hit, and their away jersey is way uninspiring. Mm -hmm. The coolest part about the kit are the socks because it's the the same socks home and away. It's the blue with the white waves and then the green from the Orca, which is, you know, supposed to be as the Orca's coming up, it's going to agitate and make that make that green color. And yeah. that that's very cool. I really like that. But I just think that they, unfortunately, this is just one of those times that it was a swing and a miss. Now, I'm going to give part. you an extra point here just for a moment before you go into your second one. So many people, and this is everywhere, right? And including myself in this. We focus so much on the jersey because the jersey is the big reveal. But we're talking about the kit itself. And one of the great accent pieces that has become popular is the socks that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's really a great accent piece that kind of completes the ensemble. So I'm glad that you gave it a shout out there. Even though the kit was underwhelming, you know, it's nice to be able to look at just more than just the jersey. Absolutely. Um, I, I, you know, like I said, I think I see what they tried to do. I just don't think they executed it well, which, you know, it happens. Everything's not, you, you can't hit everything all the time. Um, so my second, uh, my second Jersey in the top tier, I'm going with the free Jacks. Um, I love their hoops. It's traditional. Um, I like the way that their hoops continue down to the socks, as you mentioned it. Um, I do like their away Jersey more than I like their home Jersey. I think the red pops a little more, but what right. I do like about their traditional home and away Jersey, cause they have a third away Jersey 
is that instead of continuing the stripes all around in the underside, under the armpits and down the sides, it just the big stripe in the middle. So on the, on the home, it's blue on the way it's red. It's a kind of a, a bigger stripe that goes to the sides and connects it down to the shorts. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when you look at the socks, the socks start with that same color, you know, red for away, blue for uh, home, and then continue with their pattern. So it's very organized. Um, their third kit, the third kit, which is their, their away kit. Um, I like, they tried to do like a white, but I think it's just, a, it's just a little, disjointed because it's it's stripes up top then very very plain then a couple stripes on the socks um it's it's the it's a decent looking one but i do think the traditional home and away do a really great job of blowing it blow that one out of the water nice i like it i mean and the free jacks one i always love the traditional collar as well Mm -hmm. um i love that that um kind of ode to an older era of rugby that we've come to enjoy i'm still waiting at some point for the long sleeves to come back probably never will (laughs) um but you know i'd enjoy it just as a bit of a a, for shits and giggles but um you know the the what i also do like about the free jacks one is even though there are recognizable differences between one kit and another, it still has a consistent image yeah, right. and a consistent right. brand, which is easy for fans to connect with. It's yeah. easy to be able to promote. And that consistency is actually going to be in your favor when you go three or four seasons yeah. down the road. And that's the only thing I would say that I disagree with Karen on when she talked about Houston was because mm-hmm. when you see the yellow and you see the black, yeah, my connection's Houston. Like that's not changing right. for a while. Right. So I, that's the only thing I disagree on. I think the bright, Yellow is an awesome color. And I also agree that it's an uncommon color. Certainly right. in the league, there's no there's no comparison to it. Although green has so many comparisons now. Um, so, yeah, they do stand out. Uh, but if you don't like yellow, well, you're out of luck, right? <laughs> so uh, it's a fair point all around. And I think we best hand it over to Rob Hammerschmidt to hear what he has to say about his second picks. Yeah, again, mind melding going on here because I'm going to Seattle as well as my God damn second word. You guys had a meeting beforehand, and, right? And, I'm, and I apologize <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the good thing. I don't think I don't think we've I've talked to Rob in like four days, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, well, you know, you're you're like my work wife, and we haven't we've been on business trips. So, um, so yeah. Sorry to my buddy Rucky over here over my shoulder. He's looking over my shoulder. Hopefully, I don't get attacked by a small uh, spongy orca whale. Um, but, uh, nevertheless, uh, yeah, I, I, the, the, re- you know what the, the home kit with the repeating ruckies in there kind of reminded me of, well, uh, what I might find in George Costanza's dad's, uh, cabana wear, right. <laughs> Where I go into the, the cabana wear and I get this thing and I'm like, oh my God, it's straight out of the seventies. It just, yeah, it didn't land. I, I don't like the fact that either kit has a lot of that green. Again, I think that that mm-hmm. green could, if it were a little bit more uh, prominent, it could really make uh, the, the, any jersey pop. And I think that's one of the things that may, has always been a feature of Seattle's jerseys. I think they've had some of the best kit consistently over the course of the last right. five seasons. I just think in this particular case, uh, they fell short of my expectations. And perhaps that's why they're in, you know, second to worst. Um, I'm going to go, and this is not because I'm a homer at all, but I'm going to go with the Hounds jerseys. Um, you know, it's funny. We were talking amongst ourselves when we kind of caught a sneak peek of them um, a couple of weeks ago before they were released. And uh, mm-hmm. we talked about being underwhelmed and I, I had to agree at that time, but uh, they've kind of grown on me. Um, I, I wish they would have done more with the green, perhaps on the shorts or the socks um, just as a, as a contrast to the either white or black. Um, right. 
But yeah, I, because I, the initial criticism obviously is is what on the back of the branding reveal, why wasn't there more green? Now we know as things as right. has evolved, why possibly, right? Or not possibly, definitely. But I like how you're saying is, does that mean that you have no green, or could you have had it more so on off the jersey? Right, and so and and I think when you when you get a close up look at the uh, at the away kit, uh, you're going to see some subtleties in it that are going to really stand out. Now they don't they they you don't notice them obviously from the stands, but I think you'll appreciate them when you wear it around and when it's on your on your back. So um, I really like it. And I hope that they come up with, uh, with an alternative kit that really hits the mark, whether that's the green or whether that's something to do mm-hmm. with Chicago or something like that. I think there's a lot of opportunity for them to hit home, but I do like the hounds kit quite a bit. Um, you know, uh, just like I said, just a little bit more color in the green would have been nice. Right. Oh, and by the way, uh, just to add a piece on new England, they would have been in m- amongst my top, but the fact that they're alternate, the white on the numbers bleeds right into the white on the bottom of the jersey if they don't fix that um yeah it's definitely not gonna that's be a good point too yeah things. like if, yeah. if you see it because it has the contrasting on top but yeah. what i what i what i've come to understand is when they do these mock-ups sometimes they're not complete so i'm wondering when we see that will it have a blue outline right well from the i'm bottom? guessing it's, it's funny you mentioned that. i'm guessing that's what happened to me when i got to be able to see a different version of the arrows kit reveal that didn't have the right. the sponsor the large like white banner so to speak on the chest so yeah i mean that's definitely and sometimes you know being the position we are and working so closely with shop mlr we get we get to see these a little bit ahead of time and i probably saw an earlier version that was just stuck in my head still um but yeah it's it's a fair point all around and it looks like uh right now the consistency is uh with seattle getting the most votes on uh the lesser and uh, split on free jacks and 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 hounds on the other um, with arrows as well. So it's it's a one a piece over there on the second spot. Best we be able to throw it over to the best pick on each category with Karen. Okay, so the best I'm going with the Steelworkers. I love it. I love the entire rebrand. Gotta get it's- Karen free merch. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Um, I, We're all more merch whores here. Don't worry. <laughs> I really do. I re- I really I really like how they did that. They did that little visit uh, last year, and they did that little program. And mm-hmm. you know, they were they've been talking about that that connection for a while. And then Rob was saying about you know making the connection early on with earlier kits, and and it was kind of going in that direction. And I just I just love it. Um, Rooney never sat well with me anyway, because my tradition is Rugby United, which is which actually comes from England. So um, Rugby United New York, wait, what? Um, but I but I really, really like the rebrand. I really like the colors. I really like that. That blue is so specific. It's like a mm-hmm. almost like a steel blue. Like I, it, it's really hard to describe, but I really like it. I my favorite and then i think that i'm going to open the conversation and we're all going to agree and you're going to have a really hard time getting <laughs> on this one because i think the worst is atl and i think that it's interesting that we uh we got that uh little letter saying that they had kind of made a little bit of a mistake maybe not you know sharing and and opening it up to the fans and having those conversations 
uh, but it's too late. This is what you're getting. Um, and if you if you want, you're welcome to continue to wear the the old jersey. So there's my which thing. you can get on sale at Shop MLR yeah. today. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's a really fair point. And, and you know, I think many fans wouldn't be surprised to be able to hear any number of us say that uh, because of the controversy surrounding it, because of how drastic the change was, because of how badly it was communicated, because of how um, it stepped away from from the tradition of being rooted in what your community has enjoyed, being connected to the pro franchises, being connected to the city, all the things we've spoken about. So I'm not surprised to be able to hear you say that. And I wouldn't be surprised to be able to hear some of the others say it, maybe. Let's find out with Scott. So I'm not going to beat the Atlanta Bush as much as we've been doing recently. I'm going to talk about a team that... I think it's called Kudzu. (laughs) Exactly. Um... I'm going to go with the team that hasn't revealed their jerseys officially, but we've seen what we believe to be the away kit. And that's the Dallas Jackals. And the reason I'm making it the worst of the worst is because if they're going with this away kit, they've literally just stolen the new Orleans away kit by going (laughs) that weird blue and black quarters. The quarters. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. I like the quarters and Nola is probably my four in my top three. Um, They didn't do anything new this year, but that's okay. They stick with their brand. I'm a fan of the quarters, the black. And there there was a lot of people who didn't like the black Uh quarters. I happen to like it. I think it was different. I think it was contrasting. You know, it, 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 it was, it's a good kit to have because, you know, again, you don't see it often, but if Dallas is truly taking the same jerseys as Nola and just swapping the the colors without any other type of thing, man, that's the laziest thing I've ever seen. And you guys Uh, thought the Atlanta rebrand was so bad. I mean, think about how lazy you got to be that you're just going to steal the Nola kit. So what they did was is they asked Nola for the last year's kit and dyed it a different color. <laughs> Apparently, because <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand. And I got to be honest, if it they had come out with this money, <laughs> yeah, if this was if this was an original idea, it'd be one thing. And I probably would have a better, better thought about it. But I really I just really if that's the kit, we have a problem. So obviously, my number one. Being the New York Ironworkers, obviously Rob talked about how they've connected the Ironworker mentality to their kits right. over the years with the Gustafina tile, with the Statue of Liberty this year, with the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. And they now have Ironworkers name across under the chest. Um, they do the simplicity where they just do opposites on home and away. I do like their new um, um, socks. Very simple. I think they're going with, with the, the same. Again, they're doing the opposites on the socks where I believe it's blue with a couple white stripes. Um uh, mid mid calf on home. I think it's mid calf and then above the ankle on away. It's the white with the blue stripes at the knee. So it's just these little differences. You're going to have the original crest on the front with the orange. You're going to have the secondary crest on the bottom with the orange. Um, and I believe they're still going to have an away uh, black kit with the, with the um, boroughs and the, and the neighborhoods, but they yeah, haven't come okay. out with it yet. I believe they're doing it again, but they haven't come and out. And I loved that from what it was. It wasn't last season. It was the season before that, I think, right? Um, or maybe mm-hmm. it was last season, but uh, I love that. You know, the connection to the city, there's a narrative, there's a story, all the same things that I need to rehash that we've come to be able to enjoy about a, um, a Rugby New York's kit over the years. And it's kind of building up 
layer and layer each season that that I enjoy. Uh, but I do also want to mention again, I just wish around the collar or the cups that we saw that orange coming in. So the next meeting, make sure you let somebody know, Scott. Yeah, um, listen, <laughs> listen, when they ask for my opinion on the kits, I'll give it to them. By the way, in a couple of weeks, you're going to see a new run pass yeah, yeah. or kick with Ro- new Rooney head coach, James Semple. There we go. And I'm hoping you work that in there at some point. Like, no, um, no, not run pass or kick. Run pass or kick. Did you watch our episode where we said this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I already recorded it, so I can't go back. <laughs> old jokes, old jokes. But uh, yeah, so your pick on the top end is, of course, uh, Rugby New York. You stated the reasons there. Your worst pick, uh, unlike uh, Karen's on Rugby ATL. Uh, you were going with, uh, remind me again, I need to write that down. What was it again? Dallas, the Dallas Jackals right, hasn't been revealed, but we kind of saw, but we kind of saw in some yeah. of their social media clips what we think is going to be the awakening. And it's very possible that by the time people are watching this, it might have been revealed right. and we'll right. grab that picture and we'll put it in here. Um, but, you know, trust Scott to be able to figure out the loophole. Like the one thing I said in the intro is we're not including the jackals. What does he do? Include the jackals. All right. Listen, I got to work the referee, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't clearly. play by the rules. We all know that. <laughs> all right. Rob, what have you got for us? So, uh, first of all, let me just say, uh, to pick up, I, I, a certain person has a birthday coming up and it just so happens I may have picked up the basketball Jersey from the iron workers, which I think is freaking fabulous. I already knew Preston wanted that. I already knew Preston wanted that. Um, I could tell that's right up his alley. so, So if he's watching, you just blew the whole birthday gift. Thanks a lot, big guy. All right, so now he doesn't want to watch the show. Only when he's on it, right? Only when he's on it. Yeah. So anyway, um, first of all, let me just start off by saying um, worst, uh, rugby ATL, uh, for all the recent mentions. But I like mm-hmm. the green, and I think the green could have really popped, but I hate the subtle green or the lighter green and right. then the peach. They just don't fit. And the I'm not peach, a big they should have made it all peach. If they made an all peach jersey, that would have been friggin' cool. It might have been. That's Georgia. That's Georgia right there. Right. Peaches, come on. And that's an easier story to sell to, right. to fans, too, in, in a big chain. Well, there's still the a green treetops of Georgia. <laughs> so, so nevertheless, uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to beat that uh, that kudzu. Um, but I, I will go. Uh, I will say on my top end, I, I just want to start off by saying I wasn't wowed by any particular kit. Like nothing mm-hmm. to me went. Oh yeah, I love Nola, but I'm I'm gonna buy that jersey because it's so damn cool. And I think that's happened in the past. My number one, uh, and I'm completely homering it is Nola. Okay, and and I'm I'm saying this because um, I really think the the it was created to do the quarters with the stripes within the gold. They've done some really cool stuff with with that with in particular with the military appreciation jersey and 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 done the camo in the stripes mm-hmm. which is pretty slick i've got one of those jerseys um and i think it was really sharp and then i love the the quarters of the the black and gold i only wish they would have done a little tweak on that and it would have been the stripes of the gold and white like they did actually on a training jersey from last year so uh, i liked it a lot but the biggest reason I liked it is is because people don't have to buy all three jerseys to stay with the current stuff, mm-hmm. right? There's there's a consistency. This is Mrs. Hammerschmidt coming in. This is right. Mrs. H got on him and went, you better not buy those jerseys you already <laughs> bought last year just because they came out in 2023. So, so uh, but it's like, and let me put it this way. When you see the pinstripes at a baseball game, the Navy pinstripes with white, 
what do you think of? New York Yankees. When you see a red jersey with black and white stripes and an Indian head, you think Chicago Blackhawks. And the thing of it is when I go to a Blackhawks game, and I'm not really a Blackhawks fan, I follow the Blues. When I go to a Blackhawks game, you look around and there's a sea of red and white, and pretty much 80% of people have this jersey that's been iconic for decades. Uh, rest in peace, Bobby Hall, by the way. Um, and yes, you see some alternative kit come out. You see a, you know, a green Jersey for, you know, uh, St. Patrick's day. You see some, you know, uh, uh, um, the winter classic Jersey come out, but, um, that's where they give the flair. But the fact is, is that people year after year after year can buy their Jersey and the, their favorite player. And they're going right. to fit in 20 years from now, when they go to a game, they're going to feel like they fit in with everybody else. Yeah, and that's why like... I like it. And the variation for me was in the shorts because last year they went with, um, I think, gray or white shorts. And this year they're black, I believe, uh, to fit with the away kit, which I like. I, I like everything you're saying there in terms of uh, the consistency because it becomes identifiable. It becomes a brand that's recognizable. Mm. It becomes something fans can grow with. All of those great points there. Um, and also, you know, for those who are criticizing, saying, yeah, but Nola's just the same every season. They have some really great alternative kits, as you said, the Memorial one, Ooh. the Mardi Ooh. Gras one. Um, you know, all of those extra. Yeah, I can see Rob's chomping at the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. We haven't seen their alternative kit. My guess, and it's purely a guess, I don't have any inside information, is that they're going to have a new Mardi Gras alternative kit that's right. going to be different from the past because they're doing a raffle to give away the game worn alternative kits, Mardi Gras kits from Ooh. the previous three seasons. Um, so that's my guess is they're going to come out with something really sharp. And I gotta, I gotta ask Rob and you can ask, you can ask our friends down in Nola, how come they, they did it. I mean, let's be honest. The kit should be the Mardi Gras kit with the beads around the neck. I don't know how they're not, they're missing that Rob. I don't know how they're missing. What's more iconic than the colors and the, those colors in the beads for Mardi Gras, right? Well, what it should be is like you, you have the shirt kind of look like it's lifted up and then you have a hairy chest down below. I mean, I don't know about all that, but my, my point being is they got to incorporate the beads somewhere and that would be a great addition. But did they own those beads? <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, and of course, Karen, uh, it's been a pleasure to be able to have you guys share your best three your worst three, but I invite you at home to be able to tell us whether you believe that they are on par, whether they're far off, what your thoughts may be, and maybe it's a completely different pick that you think should be up at the top or at the bottom. Let us know under the handle at Rugby Rant Pod on all social media platforms. You can follow us uh, on our page or comment directly on this video through social media to let us know what you think. But as it stands, it looks like favorably so, the number one pick in up with a majority vote being Rugby New York. That had a two to one. Uh, then we have on the other end as the worst pick overall is Rugby ATL. We spoke about the reasons there. The surprise uh, in there, of course, was the Jackals. And failing that, probably would have been ATL. So uh, there's definitely uh, some interesting notes in between. And again, we encourage everybody to be able to dive into our accounts and let us know which you believe 
is the best and worst picks of the kit reveals for 2023. But no matter which one you may choose, as a fan, make sure you go and grab your gear from Shop MLR and get in on the Super Brew contest because each time that you win one of the rounds in this upcoming season, you're going to get vouchers to go and get even more kit with a chance to even win that grand prize of $150 going towards anything you like site-wise on shopmlr.com by way of rugbynow.com. Again, this has been an opportunity to be able to share with you our top three and our bottom three for the MLR 2023 kit reveal. Karen, thank you for joining us here. It's always an ultimate pleasure. And uh, I'm sure it won't be long until we have you back. But as a tradition, did you want to be able to send a shout out to anybody, as you know, is a bit of a custom here on the show and the floor is yours. Uh, this time, my, um, I've got a bunch of stuff on the go for Rugby Hive. Uh, I've got a couple in the tank and a couple more coming soon. Uh, I've, ha- I've had a bit of time off. And um, so uh, always an honor to be able to um, talk to people from different rugby walks of life. And, and, mm-hmm. and uh, But also, I really have to say that I know, and I knew the second I said it, I said steelworkers. And I was like, I knew that. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> one of the things that I really like is the iron workers and the high and steel workers. Like, oh. Scott doesn't care as long as you're picking his team. <laughs> Absolutely, baby. Rooney Local 23. Let's go, baby. <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 one of those, those, those things that, you know, it, it doesn't matter as long as we're all talking rugby and agreeing. So don't, don't stress about something simple like that, Jared. <laughs> And then I just wanted to say, as always, it's such a pleasure to be able to talk to the three of you and, and uh, integrate our communities a bit more. And I can't wait to actually, you know, meet you guys in person. I'm really hoping Definitely. to do, I really want to do a, a, a trip to the, the new stad down there in New York. And I really want to Come on. Chicago up. So, you know, those are my hopes this year. Join Dougie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Canadian invasion, right? <laughs> I like Bring it. Some maple like syrup it. with you, and you're all good with me. You got it. <laughs> Plenty of it. All right, everybody. Again, you have been watching uh, this rant with, of course, our team here, and of course, our guest speaker, our guest ranter, Karen the Gaz Gasbarino. Always a pleasure. And again, thank you for tuning in. And to all our fans out there, continue to do so by following us under the handle at Rugby Rant Pod. But in addition to that, also finding us on the Rugby Network, where we will be showing all of our upcoming episodes in this season. So stay tuned to some great analysis, more insights from Rugby Insiders, whether it be the run, pass, or kick interviews, whichever way you may consume your rugby, continue to do it throughout 2023. And we'll continue to do our part by sharing the game that we all love so much, one fan at a time. Again, thank you very much, and we'll catch you at the next.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.